Alright everybody, welcome back into the Motorsports Dig Podcast. I'm your host Kyle McFadden and I'm sitting here in the middle of Williams Grove Speedway with Brett Rose, the PR media coordinator at Hagerstown Speedway and uh, a columnist for uh, the, oh my gosh, Brett. Journal News. The Martin's Journal Bird, News, thank you. We just went over this introduction and I can't even <laughs> remember it. Crazy <laughs> night. We'll, we will get into it. And then also to my left is Jason Cover. He doesn't need an introduction because he's just Jason Cover. <laughs> well, I'm, big, I'm a big sprint car fan, so that was this was kind of a good night <laughs> with uh, Freddie Raymer winning and then uh, with all the shenanigans there in the uh, USAC race. So that was good. Yeah, but. Freddie Raymer taking home second straight win here at the Grove. I believe that's his third in his last four races here. Fifth Central Pennsylvania win of the season for him. And before we get into the show, let's hear from uh, 410 Sprint Car winner Freddie Raymer and his dad, Fred Raymer. Well, Freddie, the this one didn't come as as uh, as easy as last week's. <laughs> they're they're all never easy, but. No, no. How would you break down this one? You almost did a wheelie, almost put it in the fence uh, on the second to last restart, and then you corralled yourself, made a power move on the last restart to net you your second straight win here. Here, uh, that was probably like the dirtiest, not dirty or whatever you want to say, it, dirtiest race I ever ran, and still won. Some of it my fault, some of it just situation. Like we did that messy, I would call it. Yeah, like at the beginning. We got the third in good situation, and on that restart, I had a good one, and then I wheelied halfway down the straightaway and thought I was headed towards the cone, so I set it down, and I had the wheels to the wrong way, and it went to the right, and then Lucas and the two cars went by me, and we got back by the one, and got back by Lucas, but he drove back by me again, which is, well, you can't let that happen, and, uh, and then the way it played out with five to go, it was starting to rubber up, so I figured I was just going to go half a lane higher down here and see where I ended up, even if it was just for a second. But we got a good run, and then I did the same thing in three and four and uh, got to in the position to win. But, I mean, we were running third there. At, I didn't care really care if we lost two spots on the restart because you're not going to – if you ain't going to win, it really don't matter if you're on third or fifth. So that's – I've watched enough and done that a couple times. That that was just what I thought it needed to do. So uh, you think it's rubbered up? It rubbered up, yeah. Go tell Okay. Because his guy's going out there now. Yeah. Coming off three, though, did you know, or I guess middle of three and four, did you know, okay, if I could get yeah, this yeah. this run? My entry, I knew we were in good shape just getting in the three with the 47. Just You can just judge your speed enough. That's all. It, you have to be feeling pretty good with PA Speed Week around the corner. Yeah. I mean, racing is up and down, but I we're starting to get rolling here, and the tracks are coming our way, and – uh just got to clean up a little bit, like we said last week. And uh, I think we're in a good spot, though. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> so, I mean, just after this week, though, uh, is there, like, anything else that you learned or maybe took a step in the right direction And in, in when you talk about, you know, I need to clean things up? As a driver, just there's always something. But with the car, we've done something last two weeks. Very minor, but I'm liking the way it feels. We've done it a year, a season and a half ago, and we're getting back to it, and I'm, I'm looking – I just like it a little bit more. Racers never want to reveal what they do to their car, but can you give an idea on what you think that is? Just just soften the left front so I can turn in easier because I drive so straight. That's all. Nothing trick. Perfect. Awesome, Freddie. Do you have like anything else to add? Uh, no, just we got one more tomorrow at Lincoln, and then uh, we got Father's Day on Sunday, but looking forward to tomorrow too. 
Well, Fred, your son now has back-to-back -back wins here uh, just at Williams Grove Speedway. That was, that was an impressive uh, one. He almost wheelied, wheelied it and almost lost it on the, the last restart, but came back, power move on, on, the, uh, on the last restart. How, how fun is it just to watch him do that? It's hard to watch, I tell you. You know, he, he's actually a lot smarter than he drove that race, but he got it done and hopefully he learns from it. But he's doing a good job, but we can be better, and that's what we got to shoot for. But he did real well. How much growth have you seen from him over the this past year just as a driver? Uh, a, a little bit. He just He's trying to get – sometimes you try and move too fast. He just got to sneak up on it. It'll happen, and, uh, you know, we'll see. Just keep digging. At, if this was him in this same situation last year, would he have won this race? Or, or I think he, I think he could have won the race. Yeah, I, I do. It's it's just he's just got to get a little more confidence built up, get a couple more wins, and he'll be good. I was just asking just about his like maturity. Uh, just what else does do you think uh, that could take him to the next level? Or yeah, that, that's that's all we need. We just need to race a little bit more and a little bit more places, just get different situations. We'll get there. It just takes time. You have to be feeling good, though, going into Speed Week coming up. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. You know, keep digging. That's right. Thank you. Um, Jason, you know the Ramers really well. Uh, impressive race tonight for Freddie, wasn't it? Yeah, he. Uh, I've, I've known him for uh, quite a while, uh, since they were younger. Um, I got to hanging around with Fred and, and the boys, and, and a lot of times when we raced, I'd get to talk to him. Uh, for about 20 laps there, he was flailing around, we, we said, but about five to go that restart, he found a little bit of a spot on the racetrack, and he actually got up on the wheel and did his job. And he found, and then he could carry his speed better than everybody else there. For the last five laps, that was pretty good. He, he's really maturing and becoming uh, a top-flight sprint car driver in this area. Yeah, what's, um, I mean, just in, in terms of your, like, relationship with, with him, how, I mean... You obviously race the super late models. Um, how often do you get out and see him race? And then when you do see him race, how much advice do you give him? If not, like any advice, or are you just there for like moral support? Well, it's 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 everything. We we when we race uh, to same places, uh, like last week we were here. Uh, we get to discuss it, or we'll talk on the phone during the week. How the track's been? What's the tire wear like? Uh, that's that's why I come. I come to watch how the racetrack reacts to the summer, to the rain, how the weather, it's cooler tonight, what it did to their tires. Um, I wouldn't say I give him advice, but we talk to each other about racing mm -hmm. and, and work with each other. Like, how's, what part of this corner is better? What part of that corner is better? What do you need to do? Drive more crooked, more straight. So mm -hmm. uh, we have, it's more of a, a codependency yeah, with right. each other. What about you, Brett? What, uh, what impressed you? out of Freddie's performance well tonight. one thing I've noticed about Freddie especially up here at the Grove is if, if he's up near the front and if there's a restart getting close towards the end of the feature if he's second third fourth if he's within striking distance of the lead and with with a late race restart he's you can't count him out of, of winning the race yeah he, he's done it a few times already in his you know career that you know it's it's getting to be where it's almost expected you know my brother was texting me throughout this race asking me who was lead i mean let's let's give a shout out to cody layman for a right. fantastic run tonight yep but you know when you seen there was 21 laps to go and the 51 was right there you know it's kind of thought well i don't think cody's going to get this with tonight you know and and that's what happened 
It, and Freddie almost threw it all away there on the second to last restart when he popped the wheelie. I guess he got in, but I guess he got back full throttle too soon. Well, he got going in, off the restart. What happened was he got into the gas with traction, but he was in the bad air. He lost a nose okay. air, off from, like we in the late That's models we talk about it on our nose. Okay. He lost it off his wing. Okay. So what happened was when he come off there, the car was tractioned up. And then he lost in, when he lost the air, the car wheelied immediately. Right. And he about stuck it in there. And then he about flew out of one and two the one time. <laughs> I saw that. But one difference with what the reason is that Freddie's so good, in the second half of the race, when the fuel load burns off, his car's set to go. So at the beginning, of the car settled down with the fuel, the back of the car's down. As the fuel load burns off, the car rises. So if you think about it, the wing gets up, the wicker gets up, right. and things change. The downforce changes. So... He definitely has a really good balance. Uh, he, and his dad was pretty good, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. You have anything to add to that, Brett? No, I mean, J Jason's correct, you know, in saying that, you know, with, with the fuel load burning off and, you know, the car raises up a little bit, you know, we're just talking minor measurements, you know, but that's all it takes, you know, when you're dealing with tenths yeah. of a second. It's sixteenth of an inch, yeah. I'm telling you. That's yeah, the difference. Really. Yeah, we, it's, it's, it's yeah our cars, we work on sixteenths now. We don't work on inches. It's It's... The technology From inches to sixteenths. We work on sixteenth I mean, of inches. It used stuff. it used to be like full. Yeah. No, we don't do that anymore. Nope. And now it's everything's sixteenth and eighth inches. Goodness gracious! Yeah. Right. And if you watch when Lance is here, if you watch uh, Davy Brown, one of his biggest tools is a tape measure. <laughs> well, well, yeah, and and the sprint car technology over, um, we'll say, twenty five years, is the same except there's different shocks and different bars but it's still the same torsion bars the same just the t tires the tires are different with side sideway or side bite and stuff but it's still the same yeah where like our carvers our technology in the last say three four years is exploded i'd say these cars i always joke with fred and freddie they have a hundred adjustments we have a thousand and, that, and that's really the difference it. but it's still the so their little adjustments are even more important than mine their small adjustments mean everything. Jeez, oh, that's that's just like remarkable. But uh, it seemed like you know Freddie's win tonight. Um, I mean, he he has to be feeling good going into PA Speed Week uh, with that just around the corner. Um, what else kind of? What else did you take away here tonight? Just from the 410 sprint feature, Brett. Well, you know. Of course, like I say, Lucas know, Wolf came second. Lucas Wolf finished second. He's always a threat to win. Uh, you know, in the early part, first 10 laps or so, you noticed uh, uh, Brian Monteith and Danny Dietrich kind of middling in the middle of the pack. And then as the race got on, you know, next thing you know, you seen the 21 and the 48 coming up through the front. Uh, you know, they ran out of time, uh, but they showed that they were uh, – couple of the top cars around in this area no matter what track surface it is too you know uh that played a lot in tonight and but you know it's equal for everybody so you know there still has to be a winner and still has to be a second place car and and freddie got the best of them this evening yeah the speed week coming up uh that i think that that little extra money will help fred freddie and fred and them get you know that everything winning helps monteith will be tough Dietrich's been the toughest, and then yeah. Lance is going to race, I'm sure, some. So, I mean, there's enough good guys. It's tough. Um, but, if you like I've always said, if you win at the Grove, you did something. And, and Freddie's yeah. won two in a row. But the Speed Week's a different thing. But Freddie's won at Grandview. Freddie's won at Lincoln. He's won here. He's run good at Port at times. And, you know, but 
I mean, you look at, I mean, Dietrich's the guy to me and, and Deweese um, and then Freddie. I think that's your, to me, and Lucas, Lucas is a threat. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, look, at, right now, the summer's here. Whose cars are better? Lance in the 51. There's, that, to me, is there's no doubt about it. Right. And Lucas, he, like, hasn't won since March, so um, just hasn't really had he, things but he's always fully, there. He's he is always there. And that right. if you're always there, you're going to win. Right. So he keeps knocking them true. top threes down. He's going to win races. Right. And I think here before too long, you're going to see that 72 car knocking on the yeah. door a little more often in victory lane as well. It I seems so. like that Hefner car uh, starts to hit its stride from June on. And you know, of course, we're in mid June now, even though it feels like it's early april here yeah. tonight yeah, it's, right. it's, cool. it's awesome. <laughs> it's awesome and you could you could be right and you know we miss greg yeah. greg was built like that middle that and yeah. i was i've always felt like i'm better longer into the season as you get a rhythm and i think greg was a little bit like that he's a rhythm guy we'll see what the uh, smith does i just know greg was come from that same time i did and it's it's felt like when summer when speed week got here from then on we were going to have a good time, yep. and I, I just feel—I mean, I, st- I wish he was here. That's—we definitely miss watching Greg Hodden here. Yeah, I wish I had more years of just, just uh, watching him race. But Tony yeah. Stewart—he's also racing PA Speedway. Kyle Larson, Christopher Bell, Riku Abreu, Dave Blaney also going to come into the picture and mix it up. Uh, but USAC race—things got a little spicy tonight. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> a little spicy. Um, Brady Bacon was your winner. We will hear from him in just a few minutes. But um, he led the only lap that uh, counted tonight. The and, one that uh, counted. The one that counted tonight. That was the only one he led. First career USAC victory here tonight. 20-second start. Um, Chris Chris Windham looked like the car. He was dominant early. And then here, here comes Steve Buckwater coming up through there. Takes the lead. Uh... And held on to it up until the last lap. And Chris Wyndham, needless to say, drove right through him. And uh, as you can imagine, you can probably picture it in your head right now what the scene was like in the pits. Um, it's exactly what you're thinking right now. Um, but, well, broad question for both of you, but takeaways from that race here tonight. Well, I mean, it's, it's a, it was a 100-lapper. Yeah. So you know, it's it's kind of a little bit of a marathon and and not a not a sprint race, so to speak. So, you know, there were some guys in, that were running fourth, fifth, sixth. You know, like I was expecting Swanson to lay back, maybe save his tires a little bit, and you seen coming towards the end. You know, that that twenty car was starting to come back up front. Uh, you know, Wyndham was really dogging him really early, and yeah. he had such a big lead. But when you know four second lead, yeah, yeah. and once once Steve had worked through his starting spot and made it up to second, even before that caution came out, Buckwalter was running Wyndham down, and then you know of course he got by him after that uh, restart on like lap forty eight or so, and then you know next thing you know that car was he was a you yeah. know nice comfortable cushion yeah. going forward, and you know of course cautions are a part of racing and you never know. Uh, I know Jason obviously has been a leader at some point and has hated to see one come out. And I guarantee you there towards the end, Steve Buckwalter hated to see that one yeah. come out. Uh, the track looked like it rubbered up pretty good 
on the bottom yeah. and it was just going to be a matter of making a mistake or who was going to move them out of the way and i tell you i uh took a picture of uh buck walter's tail tank and uh, that was no love tap that wyndham gave him you know that the bumpers bent in the, yeah. the shell of the tanks crushed in and you know that that's just not a little baby tap you know he, he hit him pretty hard yeah cody swanson um said he drove right through him what was your view of Wyndham getting into Buckwalter there? Yeah, I mean, um, it's a white flag lap, and yeah. some people are willing to do whatever it takes. And um, apparently that's what – I don't know. I, I a hate, little opportunistic there. Uh, <laughs> you know, to say anything about it other than what it was, right. a guy that um, – I, I like Chris, and, and I've raced with Chris a lot really clean, and he is a phenomenal race car driver. Right. Um, and, and I don't know, um, you know, in, in my opinion there, he, he wanted enough to do anything, and I, I believe he made a mistake in taking Steve Buckwalter out to do it. And um, I, I hate to say it that way, and, and I wouldn't – I don't want to classify it that that he's a dirty driver, or I don't want it to be that way. But, but in, One incident. In that, in that moment, that's not what I would have done. That's, that's, and, uh, that's accurate. That was what he said. Uh, I'm sure you had a good view of it. I was standing the, right there. Sitting the top. I, no, I was standing right there. I was oh. standing right where it happened. Uh, well, the race itself, the 100 lapper, they were pacing themselves. Wyndham did not pace himself. He wore his tire out sliding. He was sliding across the corner the first 40 laps. There was no the way he was driving. His right rear tire was never going to make it. So that 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 is so that was one part of the race. Uh, Buckwater getting the lead when that starts when they moved Wyndham down, mm -hmm. and then Wyndham missed the rubber, so that that's how that all exchange happened, and then Swanson had the best car, and he saved his tires till about 25 to go, and then he went and he got he got past Buckwater for lead and missed the rubber, flew through the rubber, and then it left then he fell back to fifth or sixth, and Brady Brady what Brady did is he just waited and he paid, he played the game, and I'll tell you what that was impressive, but. Uh, I, so getting to the Wyndham deal, yeah, that was. Uh, I said he choked. Wyndham okay. choked going into one. Okay. It was white flag. You can't drive through a guy in the rubber. I was at a race at Screven this year, running third, and a guy did it to me coming for the white flag. I was we running third. He come through the infield, landed on me. Yeah. <laughs> you can't pass in the rubber. There, it, you're it, you're going to crash. There's no rubber left in your tires. So if you bump each other, you're going to spin out. Usually that's what ha you have no rubber to recover. That that was a blatant mistake. I'm not I'm not going to say it was purposeful. I don't think it was. But you don't you got to respect the guy better than that. That was that's just that's unheard of. There's one thing rubbing and racing. Yeah. There's another thing to just dump a dude. Yeah. Now, especially the hometown dude. Right. The guys from Pennsylvania. Yeah. And if, if that Wyndham wins, they probably burn this place to the ground. It's an old joke we always say, <laughs> you know, with racing. But that was just Buckwalter had earned what he got. He didn't deserve that. And Wyndham, I don't know what Wyndham said, but he should hang his head after that. That's ridiculous. That's in a, from a racer standpoint. Yeah. And I've been on both sides of it. I've done it, and I've had it done to me. And it, I felt bad about doing it, and I felt bad about getting it done. <laughs> right. So it, it honestly, somewhere it'll happen to him. And that's a, it's a shame, but that's the way. But it is racing. He was trying hard. He made a mistake. And if he says that and he owns it, that's fine. But it doesn't help, you know, Buckwater at all. But Steve did a fantastic job tonight. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah I'm not sure how many USAC races he can run. Uh, not many, but yeah, definitely a 
fantastic job. Um, so here is Steve Buckwalter after uh, his valiant effort. How would you just like break that down? Just all that. Just basically, you know, I knew that uh, yeah, everybody's tire was shot, and uh, the the only way they would have got me was 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 to get under me, and I made sure I was protecting the bottom. And uh, you know, he had a, a other idea just to drive drive through a rear bumper. Uh, but did you think there, like, you know, if I just hit my marks, I got this deal? Yeah, yeah, exactly what it was. Uh, you know, I got thanks Swanson for driving me clean. I knew he was back there. I could hear his motor and. And he got into me a little bit, you know, trying to loosen me up, which is which is fine. That's racing, but you know, rubbing on somebody's rear bumper, trying to get them to mess up, and just flat spinning them out—just two different two different deals. And that was Steve Buckwater talking about his uh, valiant effort here tonight at this at the speedway. Um, but so, um, any other thoughts on the race here tonight? This was my first USAC race. I mean, I was just kid in a candy store. I mean, that was that was epic. That was it was incredible uh, racing. I didn't think it was. Um, how do I put it? I. It was really good. It was. I really was really good. impressed. I thought the sprint car race was good with with Freddie with yeah. the one at the end, and I was going to leave. I'll be honest with you, but I said, "Well, I'll watch till halfway." That was really a good race. They did a good job. I was really impressed. I'm, I'm just like what Jason said. You know, the the thing is, is you know. Because of it being a hundred lapper, it, you know, instead of checkers, it becomes a chess match. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you sh strategically try to save your tires and try to be there at the end. And one thing that I got, and I made notice to you mm -hmm. earlier in the right, evening, yeah. was I was shocked soft at tires. the soft compound tires these guys was running for, for a hundred lap race. I mean, I was just like, I couldn't believe it. And I, there was one team I was looking over there and... I kind of wanted to ask him, are you sure you want to run that soft of a tire? Well, they, they can get away with it. Their their cars are lighter. I know they have a big fuel load, but they don't. And the way they were driving straighter, you notice like Swanson drove dead straight. They don't, they're not going to wear on the tires, but a hundred laps was really close. Yeah. So that that's why when you saw the guys at the beginning driving straight, you like Brady did it, Swanson, those guys took care of their tires and that it paid off. I mean, it may not have, but they did exactly what they needed to do. Yeah, but um, before we take a quick break to hear from our race race winner, Brady Bacon, I uh, just want to ask you, Jason, how's your season going so far? You lead, I keep track of all the stats, and you lead the Mid-Atlantic in um, podiums. Um, you have two wins in the year, right? Yep. Two yeah, wins, so. and like five top threes or fives or something yeah, like that. That's uh, solid. No, it's been a really good year. Um, we have a lot of speed in our race car, been competitive. We even run 10th against the Lucas guys at Hagerstown, which is like, for me as a win, I yeah. don't run when that tire, the only place I really can run with them when that tire is at Portsmouth, everywhere else I struggle with those guys. Um, but it's been good. We've been good at Port. We were good at here the first time here. We were come from last to second, uh, one at, one at Port Royal. And, uh, I feel, I mean, I always, here, I, I wish we'd, you know, you always want to. You always want to win here. Yeah. Um, and you got one last year. Yep. Yeah. But, but it's not this year. It's just the <laughs> Grove. And, yeah. uh, but uh, I think I think we have uh, a lot of promise this year. I feel like our car's got speed. The guys are working hard. Our motor program's good. Our shock program's good. And uh, I think 
there's a lot of good things to come this year. I really feel this is one of the uh, most I get most confident, happiest I've been with yeah. my race car wow. at the beginning of a year. Wow. And, you know, there is that Word of Outlaws race coming up here, too, in yeah. the summer. I'm sure you are eyeing that one. You really uh, want a Word of Outlaws win. Yeah, and, I, and that's why another reason I'll be over here watching the racetrack. I want to see what it's going to do, and it'll help me to prepare for that. And that's that's – I try to go watch as many races as I can where we're going to have a big race. and that, Plus, it's only 20 minutes from the house, so yeah, I enjoy right. it. That's awesome, Jason. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show to just uh, break down the action. Really, like, appreciate your input and uh, just, like, overall insight because I don't have what you bring <laughs> to the table, obviously. Yeah, I just, you know, thanks for having me, and yeah. this was a great night of racing, and thanks for what you do. Awesome, Jason. Thank you so much. We're going to take a quick break. Don't go anywhere. We are about to hear from race winner Brady Bacon. He's somewhere around here. We're going to track him down. This is Open Wheel Dirt Racer Brady Bacon, and you're listening to the Motorsports Dig. All right, everybody, welcome back into the show. We are now joined by race winner Brady Bacon, fresh off his first ever USAC Silver Crown victory. Hard to believe I just said that. First ever Silver Crown victory. Brady, how would you break down that race? Uh, well, I, I uh, didn't have a very good car at the beginning, um, but then as it started cleaning off and taking a little rubber, we, it really started coming to us. But, you know, it's really hard to pass once that happens. But we had, uh, you know, finally got by Justin Grant and then... Uh, Cody Swanson and I actually had gotten by Chris once and then was trying to get by Buck Walter for the lead and kind of slid up a little high in three and Wyndham got back by me and then they got together Wyndham got into the back of Buck Walter yeah uh, getting into one there and that gave me one more spot and then I saw his tire was in pretty bad shape and I was telling the guys on the radio I was like I don't know if he's gonna make it um, I'm I didn't I had to I was gonna try to figure something out going into three on the last lap if it didn't blow but fortunately for me it did and I didn't have to try any last lap heroics or anything it just uh, kind of fell into our lap so from my view it looked like maybe you nudged him but that didn't like happen right his his tire yeah his tire his tire, his tire blew. okay yeah and what's kind of going through your mind at that point like oh the seas have parted for me yeah i, I was this. just hoping <laughs> they didn't throw a yellow yeah <laughs> which <laughs> right. i knew they probably wouldn't on the last lap you know one thing i i need to ask you you know with this being your first which i still find it hard to believe right. it's know, his right? first silver crown win <laughs> ever how does it feel knowing the history of williams grove speedway and the names of the drivers that have won here that your first usac silver crown victory came at williams grove speedway yeah it's really cool you know um, pretty much all the places that we go on dirt silver crown are historic you know decoin springfield indy mile um Eldora and Terre Haute and then here so yeah. uh, they're all you know really cool racetracks to win at but uh, it's always fun to come out here the the fans really like it when we come out here so the energy levels up a little bit so and then to win my first silver crown race was cool and then to win it at Williams Grove we I've won a midget race here but I had never won a, a big car race so pretty special to win here yeah but um, what's your overall season look like what do you have your hands in just car wise all the USAC sprint car races in the Mean Green Hoffman 69. And then uh, we do like about 20 wing races between 360 and 410. Run some midget races, probably about 20 midget races, and Silver Crown, Dirt Silver Crown. And 
usually by the time it all is said and done, we run anywhere from 100 to 120 races. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Do you have a favorite car or, you know? Just, just whatever one's running the best yeah. at that time, whichever this, one's making the most money. This car tonight. Yeah, this car favorite. is my favorite tonight. <laughs> um, but I guess uh, how would you, you know, just with – all of the wins and all of the accolades that you've had. I mean, this this one, does it uh, rank up there now? Yeah, it definitely know? does. I mean, any Silver Crown win is special because there's only, I mean, not including pavement races, there's only like five or six races a year. So, yeah. I mean, it takes 10 years to run as many as, as a, a sprint car season. Yeah. So it's, uh, there, there's just not as many to win. Yeah. Well, so you cross this off off your bucket list what's next what's the next thing that you're i know you want to win on saturday night but what's your next big like event that you want to cross off i want to win a world of outlaw sprint car race i've Ah. ran second and uh there's at hobstad indiana is usually my best track and we ran came close to we were leading and broke there we ran second there and uh, we have that. They've rescheduled that race for later in the year. But uh, we've won an all-star race, won USAC Midget, Sprint Car, Silver Crown. Yeah. But I would really like to win a, a World of Outlaw Sprint Car race. That's incredible. Well, after after tonight, I can only imagine that that one's coming soon. <laughs> I hope so. Just like, have anything to add, uh, Brett? No, I, I know it's, as a fan, it's always a pleasure to see the USAC guys you know, like mm-hmm. Brady, come to this area because you know uh, you got a lot of fans nationwide, but you can you know the rabid fans of Central Pennsylvania, and you know uh, you're liked by by them too. And and it's 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 a pleasure to watch you come here and race. And you know we really appreciate it as a fan. Yeah, we always you know all the fans out here support us with the merchandise sales and stuff. So yeah, uh, we always look forward to coming out here for for that. But uh, you know it's we kind of get you know welcome with open arms. It's kind of like. You know, they're not allowed to uh, like the outlaws, but <laughs> then they get kind of tired of the same four or five guys they get to watch every week, so we're kind of the answer to their variety. You're right. Awesome. Well, that's all we have. Thank you so much, Brady, for uh, taking the time to chat about your victory at 1230 in the morning here. <laughs> yeah, thanks. You going to party? Or oh, well, we got to gotta put a motor in and go race Port Royal tomorrow. So gotcha. I'll probably have a couple beers tonight. <laughs> awesome. Well, I'm going to let you go do that. So Thanks. Awesome, Brady. Thank you so much. And Brett? Thank you so much for coming on the show. My pleasure, Kyle. Is there anything to help you out? And I'm just glad to be here at the Grove to watch a fantastic night of racing. Awesome. Well, that's all we have for this special episode of the USAC breakdown here at Williams Grove Speedway. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at the Motorsports Dig. Where can they find you, Brett? Uh, You can find me uh, on... uh, on Finish Line by Brett Rose. Yep. On Facebook. Okay. Uh, on Tuesdays during racing season, you can go to thejournalnews.net, and that's where my Finish Line column comes out. is is every Tuesday, and uh, I always post a link to that on my uh, Finish Line by Brett Rose Facebook page as well. And of course, you can always find me at Hagerstown Speedway uh, every race night there as well too, doing my PR yeah. media job. He is everywhere. I love Brett. Uh, he's become, he's probably my favorite guy to talk to on the race and seeing just his insight. And, uh, I mean, he, I hope to one day have as much insight as Brett Rose. <laughs> you get as old as me, you will. 
because I just I'm sitting here with Jason and I'm like I watched Jason race as a kid and I'm like I I know Brady Bacon but like I don't have enough backstories here to sit down and have a detailed conversation with him not that he has time to do that but still but you have that gift and uh, I just admire your passion about sport and your knowledge I mean I've I've only met a handful of guys who can you know stack up to your race and knowledge well so. I, I appreciate that but that just comes with many many years of experience <laughs> you know yeah right when you grow up in something like this it's kind of tough to walk away or ignore stuff yeah. and you just i've been uh, lucky enough to absorb it all for 40 plus years and here i am today <laughs> yeah that, that's uh that's awesome i really just appreciate all the things you do because um you know you can you can only, I mean, you could easily just have your hands wrapped up in Hagerstown and that's it. But you come out here, you come out to Williams Grove and Lincoln and hit up some of the other tracks like when you have a chance. And uh, Anytime I got a chance to awesome. go elsewhere, I will. That's awesome. Well, make sure you follow us on, on Instagram at the Motorsports Dig. Follow Brett. Um, also, subscribe to us on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. Uh, like Turn 5 Turnaround on Facebook and follow Turn 5 Turnaround on Twitter. Also want to give a quick shout-out to Worldwide Sprint Car Fans, a Facebook group that allows us to post this awesome podcast uh, for you great race fans. Um, so thank you so much for just allowing us to post this podcast on there. Well, that's all we have for today. Um, and before I have a brain fart here and tap out for the night, just remember to just keep digging.